you're listening to the Max Level Podcast for October 1st, 2018. On today's show, the crew goes in-depth with Dragalia Lost, they wonder if the PlayStation 5 is all but confirmed for 2019 with the recent news of PlayStation Experience not happening this year, talk about the file size needed for Red Dead Redemption 2, and play another round of Thunderdome for Q4 2018. All this in the usual segments on today's episode of the Max Level Podcast. On with the show. I was welcome to Walmart. Okay. And uh, the, the new thing this year is they have like these mascot heads. I've like, seen like, those, like, some like, of like those. Like those, like those are the costumes. So it's, I want to say maybe 1030 at night. They close at 11. I was running in. I just Wait, your to Walmart. Oh, yeah, I, guess, well, I think yeah. our Walmart's 24 hours. And most of the New York ones, they close early. It's stupid. That's weird. But, so, so, so I'm walking through and now it's, everything is Halloween everywhere. Sure. It's 1030 at night. And a group of teenagers, there had to be like 15 of them, all walking around with these heads on. Mm-hmm. Man, I wanted to like go like, like what was it? What's that game? Uh, not, not Left 4 Dead. Uh, the, the one, the Capcom one. Oh, Dead Rising? Dead Rising. I wanted to go Dead Rising with these people. <laughs> Man, like, get away from me. Re- like, rest and, and rest then, in peace to uh, Capcom Vancouver, by the way. Obviously, that's the did shut down. Man, like, get away from me. I'm trying to buy vitamins and maybe some candy. <laughs> it's the best thing about being an adult, man. Uh, if I want candy, I can buy, get candy. Buy, buying your own candy? No, for sure. So they were just walking around. They just were trying to be stupid or being typical yeah, teenagers? Yeah, like, 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 like following other people and like just being, they're just being silly. I'm surprised like, they didn't get escorted out eventually. By who? What? The, the 900-year-old Vietnam <laughs> uh, World War II veteran who's guarding the front door with his life? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Um, <laughs> I mean, typically, see, what's funny is the Walmart out here, I think a, a police officer shows up around 10, 1030 and will stay there for a couple hours until like the overnight hours. So like they have like an officer that shows up. Yours doesn't do that. No, mm. it's just 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 the greatest generation protecting the front door. Unfortunately, they can't do much anymore, though. No, but. Unfortunately, this is max level, but probably not. Unfortunately, it's going to be a good episode today. The best episode. This is going to be a good episode. Yeah, I think this is going to be a good one. Uh, A video game podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hey, guys. I say unfortunately, but I I really do like doing this show. Special shout out to Dance with the Dead for allowing us to use their music for our videos. Everyone absolutely needs to go check these guys out and support their music. They can be found on Bandcamp, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, pretty much everywhere. Check them out. You will not be disappointed. And they currently are on tour. If you want to check to see if they're coming to your local city, uh, hit up their website and check them out. Uh, Frank and I are both going to two separate shows this month, October. So it's going to be fun. Um... Real quick, though, before we get into the rest of the show, Max Level and Level Down Games is entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of this podcast. And you can also see them scrolling over there on the side. It would mean the absolute world to us. We're going to go ahead and kick off with just one campaign game this week. And it's a kind of a bit of a different one because we're going to start with a mobile game. And as if you're typical listeners to the Max Level podcast, you will know that Frank and myself, we're not huge mobile gamers. Uh, every, every now and then, typically the only mobile games we play are what Nintendo releases. And they finally put out something that is a full-fledged mobile game. Like everything yeah. that everything that they've put out 
up until now has been small snippets of IPs or ideas that they've tried on their consoles. We had Mitomo. We had Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Fire Mario Emblem, Run. Mario Run, Fire Emblem, is it called Heroes or something? I don't remember exactly what the Fire Emblem one is called. But, uh, you know, every, everything that we've had has been something either established or just using those me type characters. Now we have a brand new original JRPG, so to speak, with Dragalia Lost coming from Side Games. It's a collaboration is between... That how it's pronounced? That's, okay. what, that's how I say it. I don't I know. Call if, him a Dragalia. <laughs> okay, I, I say Dragalia. I don't know if that's I, and that's probably I like, correct. I, I like yours. I like yours better. Yeah, I, I think it's Dragalia <laughs> Lost. Uh, it comes from a collaboration between Psy Games and Nintendo, so it's actually developed by Psy Games, obviously being published by uh, by Nintendo, and it's it's like I said, it's it's more or less a traditional JRPG on a mobile phone. Um, and it, it's very story heavy. I mean, this is what you would expect from a console version. And it's it really is unfortunate that this was developed for for mobile phones and not the switch, because I think this would have been a great addition to the switch library. And it still could come to the switch at some point in the future because the controls are very simplistic, it would be very easy to replicate these either using the touchscreen on the switch if it was handheld only or you know, just easily porting them to the Joy-Cons or, or, or the Pro Controller because it's literally True. it's literally just what couple touches it's, 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 it's touch yeah, and move. yeah touch move swipe i mean it's just pretty much like your traditional mobile type controls but that doesn't bother me like i i don't mind mobile controls so much like i i get it i i prefer to play with a traditional controller i prefer to play a game the traditional way that we're used to do that how we've grown up doing it from you know since since it began i mean since the nes era since the atari era that's how it's always been done but now that mobile games are getting more and more into the the forefront of of people's minds i i have played some mobile games in the past and i don't mind touch controls i don't mind swipe controls as long as the game is good and as long as it's not simply there to be a cash grab as long as it's not simply there to be you know yes there there are gotcha systems yes there are all of these things that make mobile games mobile games that that exists in dragalia lost as well but you don't have to worry about that. I mean, you can play the game as a traditional game. You don't have to worry mm -hmm. about the microtransactions. You don't have to worry about anything else because that's just how it goes. And I don't know, man, it's just I think this is a smart decision to release a a game that is so traditional and plays really well. And there's a lot of fun. So so I'm curious to see how this does for Nintendo, because I think that this will I think that this will affect what they do going forward because we know they're working on Mario Kart World Tour, I think is the name of the game, which I'm assuming is going to release somewhere in the time frame of a new Mario Kart for the Switch at some point in the future. So this could be a good test run for what they do with a Zelda IP. Yeah, yeah, because I, I just mean, hope the Zelda IP. I like that this one, you know, there were little minor things I didn't like about this. Like what? Uh, the fact that it's a gotcha game. Sure. With all your, with all your loot boxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not, not a big fan of that. Okay. Um, you, you and I both aren't big fans of loot boxes, but right, they're not right, required. Right, right. So right, of course, of course, of course, of course. Um, like you said, I would love just to actually be able to use a controller with this. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they they sell little things for your screen if you actually want to move things around, mm -hmm. like for other other games like Fortnite. The people right. play on the phone, which I right. like play on the phone. They do. 
because no, yeah, I did. after after we talked about that last week, uh, I, I did look up Fortnite on mobile devices, and yeah, that's definitely a thing. No, <laughs> really, I didn't even no, know. Really burnt me was a. Uh, I didn't want to play this on my phone. I have an iPad. I wanted to play this on my iPad. Oh, is it not but available it, on? It's not. It's not compatible with my iPad. Oh. You, have, you have to have the, the newest of the iPads to play this. So yeah, because your iPad is several generations back, is it not? It's the original iPad Mini. Yeah. 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 So, but I mean. That I understand because a lot of the like the newer technology that these games and these apps require, eventually they like some of the Android devices aren't even compatible with some of the newer games anymore. So what the size of this thing, man, uh, it's huge. It's huge. It's, the, the, the initial download was one point five gigabytes. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I was gonna say it's huge for mobile standards, I should say. And then there's downloads along the way as well during the story. Um, yep. The yep. biggest one I've encountered so far was 155 megabytes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which still, it's not a lot, but you better be on uh, Wi-Fi because you would destroy your data. with. This yeah, you will. You will be eating up your data if you if you don't connect to a, a Wi-Fi service. Um, but I'm like, but I'm liking the game. No, it's definitely fun. That's just that I'm really enjoying my time Who, with Dragalia Lost. Huh? Did you name your character? I, I named it Brian. I mean, why no. not? Oh, Victor. Of course you did. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons character. Of course I, I'm going to keep I, that going. I know. And then, and then the first person who have joined me, like you, you could like get actual real people on the um, Nintendo Network, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Thick Boy. T H I C C B O I, Thick Boy. So yeah. you ha- so you have Victor and Thick Boy out there uh, <laughs> cruising <Yes>. the world. <laughs> That's awesome. Turn, turning into dragons. That's awesome. Some butt. Yep. Um, but it's cool, though, because Psy Games, you know, they're they're a they're lesser known here in North America, but they're widely known in Japan because that's the studio that's behind Ground Blue Fantasy, which is a massive JRPG franchise over there in Japan, which has just really never seen releases over here in North America. The first one that we're going to see is that one um, that's coming out in like several years, I think, on PS4. But. If it makes it to PS4, I don't know. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. We got we got some good things to talk about later on in the oh, show. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I'm just having a blast, though, playing uh, Dragalia Lost. I, I really do think that uh, this is a good move for Nintendo. Uh, if they're going to keep focusing on mobile games, which I think they should, because they are pretty successful on the mobile devices. Everything that they've, re- everything that they've released. They've, got, they've, got, they've gotten my money with Pokemon Go. Yeah, everything that they've released has been really, really good. Um, and... I, I think that if they're going to keep doing this, they are going to have to establish new IPs, new franchises, potentially even new genres for for mobile devices. And I think Dragalia Lost is a good first step in that because they may now have a, a IP that is exclusive to mobile devices that people associate mobile and Nintendo with Dragalia Lost. And if it ends up being as good as it is later on in the game as it has been in the first few hours that I've had a chance to play, then I'm I'm pretty excited for what comes next. So... Hopefully I'll have a chance to finish this over the next several. I don't know how long it is. I have no idea. Nope, exactly. Um, yeah. So I, I have no idea how much time I'll be Apparently, spending with this game. Weekly, they add new missions, so there may not be an end. That is true. Or maybe, or, or there may be an end to there's the actual a, there's story. An end to, I, I, there has to probably be an end to the overall narrative, and then they just keep adding more things for you to do. I'm assuming that's probably what's going to happen. Um, beautiful looking game, though. It, it it is a gorgeous game on the phone. Like it, it really is a. It it's, really yeah. It's definitely taking full advantage of everything that is that Ooh, is out there from mobile devices. Exactly. It, you know, it's, it's definitely really cool. Um, but yeah, no, like like I mentioned, that's the only campaign game we have this week, just because uh, I 
I've been playing some other things. There's a few things that I can't talk about yet until next week's show. But uh, I really wanted to put Life is Strange 2 as a campaign game this week. And I do have a copy of the game. Shout out to our friends over at Square Enix. They did provide us with with one version of the game uh, on PC. I got that version on Friday afternoon and the game came out Thursday. So I got I got the copy on Friday afternoon from Square Enix. I had to work at the Haunted House Friday night, Saturday, and we record on Sunday. So I just haven't had a chance to sit down and play the episode one of Life is Strange 2 yet. I really wanted that to make it into campaign games this week. Unfortunately, it wasn't able to. So I had to shift it to next week. Yeah. And and next week's going to be heavy for, for campaign games. I think we might have three or four next week, depending on uh, depending on what happens. Make some time to play some games. OK. Yeah, gotcha. you might you might want to play some games because uh, the campaign games could be pretty looking at the release schedule for this week and, and knowing what's on the back burner. Uh, there's there's one game in particular I'm hoping that you will pick up on Tuesday and play uh, it because there's a, there's a game that I'm getting and I'm probably gonna try to beat by Wednesday. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm hoping because I didn't have a chance to play that game and I want to make sure it gets into campaign games. So uh, okay, <laughs> I'm hoping I'll, I'm hoping I'll have a chance to play it. I'm hoping I'll have a chance to play it. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll get to that when we get to the new releases. But we'll kick it over to to Tasty <laughs> Treats. I know both Frank and myself have one additional game to talk about this week. What do you got? I completed Mario Tennis. Yeah, you finally Tennis. finished it, hundred uh, percent. So I plugged away at it as like I, I made it my mission all week. I'm like, I'm going to beat this, and to get obviously progressively harder as you go through with all these little missions and stuff. Right. Uh, but I did it. I pulled it off. I saved the world uh, from <laughs> devastation. Is that what and happens? I don't think it was Pretty much. You, yeah, I know. I know. You, I know. You, you, you break the spell, but little fun fact, little thing I learned afterwards. If you fail a mission enough times, and trust me, I failed the mission enough times, like twice is all you need, an option pops up that you can play that mission with unlimited energy, pretty much making it so you can walk right through it. Kind of like when you play um, like New Mario Brothers, where you can get mm-hmm. like the, uh, the, the, the golden leaf, golden the golden leaf, leaf or whatever, is where you just let you fly. And, yeah. Or you playing as Funky Kong and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Exactly. Or it's just one of those easy bypass things. It was there. Never saw it. Glad I didn't see it because I actually earned my way to victory. Right. But uh, you actually unlocked it several times. I'm assuming you just never realized it was the ability because it the first time well, the first fail, time it pops up. Actually, it pops up after like two fails on, on Maritanus. Right. But that's what I'm uh, saying. Like, but then it, but I don't think it pops up after that, does it? It, can't, it pops up every time you fail because when you fail, you have the option to quit or retry. Mm-hmm. So to the left, it says retry with um, maximum power. Mm-hmm. And I never looked over there. I was just like retry, 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 retry. Right. Uh, and trust me, I retry, 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 retried. Because uh, I, I, I remember that. seeing that because there's where I got stuck at in Mario Tennis. I haven't went back and, and really even played the uh the adventure mode since uh, I've just been doing online battles, unlocking characters and playing with Jessica. So it's just, I, I've never even really went back to the actual. So, so, that, so the options here, if you get stuck, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't begrudge you if you did it once or twice. Right. Uh, when you get stuck, but it, oh my gosh. Uh, and then after the game is beaten, I'm not really spoiling anything for you here. Sure. Uh, anyone has to play it. You want, you unlock four new challenges. The little good thing about the challenges is, there is no option to bypass. You have to actually be good to beat the challenges. Because you haven't beaten any of them yet, have you? I have. I've came within five points of one of them. Okay. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, pl- I'm plugging away in them little by little, but I have other games I want to play. So. Right. Of course. Yeah. There's actually definitely. Have, I'm actually uh, going to be starting to become human very soon. <laughs> yeah. About freaking time. Yeah. It's sitting there just collecting dust. Yeah, as I know. Um, and that's that. You're gonna have a boss playing that game. I know for sure. But uh. 
me myself, I've been playing. I, I've still been plugging away at Valkyrie Chronicles Four, the game we talked about last week in the uh, during the campaign games. Um, working on the review. I have started writing the review because I am getting close to the end of Valkyrie Chronicles. So I will finish it this week for sure. And I will get that review up. If you didn't see my Spider-Man review, go check that out. It is on our YouTube channel and it's over on our website, levelodongames.com. Um, spoiler alert, perfect 10 for Spider-Man. So uh, I, 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 uh, I, I really contemplated between a nine, five and a 10. Like I, I was kind of like, does it, can I, should I bump it up to the 10, you know, kind of like having that inner monologue with myself and decided that even with the few negatives that I mentioned in the review, I still think that insomniac games did so much with that and so much for comic book games and superhero games that they deserved the 10 for that game. So uh, I, I went for that, but um, no, definitely well-deserved and it was a fantastic game. So make sure you go check out that review though. Uh, it's definitely an enjoyable one to watch. And even if you don't want to watch it, just it's fun to read. So, but uh, Valkyrie Chronicles four, I'm just, I'm loving it and I get it, man. But where like a lot of people were upset with one of the the character designs in the game because he is kind of a jerk. I mean, he's you know, he's he's your typical 23 year old doesn't care about anything, likes to hit on women, likes to, you know, just have fun those, in life. Those, those people exist in real life. So they, why do can't they, exist, exist, they do exist in real life. And it's funny because there was so much like uproar over this character in the way that he acted in the game. And, but, but I think that wh while, while some of the things that he did in the game were questionable, I will, I will say that like some of the things that happened that, you know, some of the things that he said or, or did. Yes. I, I can see why some people would were he upset. Pass would he pass a confirmation to become the new Supreme court justice of the United States? <laughs> no, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, uh, topical. He, he goes, it is topical. He goes through <laughs> a, a change throughout the course of the game. And, I mean, yes, he was set, that was set up that way for him to go through this change and this character change and become a better person. So I I didn't mind it as much as a lot of other people absolutely hated it. So but but again, I get it. It's the culture. It's Japan. And that just that that's what happens. So I mean, you just kind of have to I don't think you should turn a blind eye, but just have to realize cultural differences between different countries and different just different people. Um, but, but definitely he goes through this diff character change and it, it's fun to see where he ends up and where he, where I think he's going to ultimately end up, uh, after the final, you know, cutscene concludes, but, uh, just having an absolute blast, man. And it's just, I'm so happy that it, it's basically, it was funny because I've seen a lot of people talking about the game now. It's been out for a little over the week, uh, almost two weeks now. And uh, everyone is saying how it's basically about Kiyoko Chronicles 1.5. And it really, really is just because it, not much has changed. And that's such a good thing. Like, that's exactly what I wanted. Um, I, I didn't want them to to really try to shake up the formula or do something completely different. I wanted a true sequel to Valkyrie Chronicles 1. And so much so that a lot of the stuff that happens in 4 is taking place concurrently with 1. And they even mention like one oh, of the cool. one of the things that happens in Valkyrie Chronicles 1 like right after your introductory mission, like when you're in chapter one in Valkyrie Chronicles four, they say, you know, oh, they just, you know, the 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 Empire has invaded Gallia, which actually happens at the start of Valkyrie Chronicles one. 
So like they're referencing things that are going on at the same time in the first game. So if you've played that, that's why I mentioned last week, if you've played the first game, you're really going to understand a lot more about the world that's being told to you and understand a lot of callbacks that they're making to events that are taking place a couple hundred miles away. And, and you're, you know, because it takes place in a fictional Europe uh, during a fictional World War Two. So um, it's just alternate history type stuff. It's Europa is the name of the of the uh, of the country. So it's pretty cool. I'm really having a lot of fun with it. I will finish it this week. So keep an eye out on the YouTube channel and our website, leveldowngames.com for that review. But you know what that means. It's time for the Weekly Scoop News Report. And we've got seven items to talk about this week. And we're going to kick things off with one game announcement. And it's actually a game announcement for a game that we talked about last week during the teases and leaks. Konami has announced Castlevania Requiem, Symphony of the Night, and Rondo of Blood exclusively, in quotation marks, exclusively for PlayStation 4. It will launch via the PSN store on October 26th of this year for 20 bucks. Uh, Castlevania Requiem. I'm assuming that probably means timed exclusive, yeah. Uh, Either that or it'll eventually be on PC as well. Castlevania Requiem, Symphony of the Night, and Rondo of Blood, created in partnership with Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios, includes both Castlevania Symphony of the Night and Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Both games are the original titles emulated for PS4, with several updates, including 4K 1080p resolution upscaling, multiple high-resolution backgrounds, different rendering options such as smoothing and full trophy support. It also utilizes the DualShock 4 controller's vibration, analog sticks, and speaker, with the latter playing a chime when you pick up an item. So now that we know it's coming October 26th for 20 bucks, are you going to pick this up? Yes, though I'm not going to hide my disappointment that they didn't include Dracula X in this thing. They used the Dracula X artwork to promote this thing. If you, if, I don't know if you, if you can see the picture in front of yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, that but, is but, literally, that, that's, I, I get it. Trust me, these are two great games that mm-hmm. I will play the absolute hell out of, mm-hmm. especially updated with new like assets. Right. But uh, you, you don't hang a stake in front of me like that and then just, that's not cool. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm going to love it. Maybe they'll throw it to me as a, as, as a freebie. Potentially. Potentially. Um, six items. I forgot the tease and leak. I forgot to delete that from last week. So there's only six items on the weekly news report. So I just I'm sure you saw me move it right on right now on the uh, on the live screen. <laughs> <laughs> it is gone, but we'll kick it off to random news. So we're skipping everything. We're skipping sales and revenue. We're skipping teases and leaks. We're skipping DLC and we're skipping delays. We're going straight to random news because there's nothing. Oh, else happening seven things. They delete. They delayed the Dark Phoenix movie. There you go. Boom. They what? They delayed the X-Men Dark Phoenix movie. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Uh, A a impromptu delay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I contemplated putting this as its own thing, but I think we've talked about it so often that uh, I decided to just stick it under random news, but it is huge. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment has identified a path towards supporting cross-platform features for select third-party content. And the first step will be an open beta for Fortnite launching this past week that will allow cross-platform gameplay progression and commerce across ps4 xbox one nintendo switch and pc as well as mobile devices according to sony interactive entertainment president and global ceo john codera the beta will be seen as an opportunity to conduct through testing that ensures cross-platform play is best on playstation while being mindful about their user experience from both a technical and social perspective 
Pradera continued, for 24 years, we have strived to deliver the best gaming experience to our fans by, by providing a uniquely PlayStation perspective. Today, the communities around some games have evolved to the point where cross-platform experiences add significant value to players. In recognition of this, we have completed a thorough analysis of the business mechanics required to ensure that the PlayStation experience for our users remains intact today and in the future as we look to open up the platform. Um, it's just crazy that Fortnite is just so global and big now that it was the thing that made Sony cave on cross-platform play. It had to be. It had to be. No, it definitely had the to fact be. That, the fact that they didn't cave on Rocket League mm -hmm. when that was big Yep. was nuts. Yep. So everybody plays Fortnite. In fact, the way my, uh, my cousins punish their kids is taking away their Fortnite. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, I like it's no secret. I work at a haunted house throughout the season. The amount of kids I see that come through wearing Fortnite merchandise or, you know, trying to be cool by doing the floss. I mean, it's just <laughs> try and, and trust me, some of them, so many of them do. But uh, it's just it, it's a global phenomenon and, and it's not slowing down anytime soon. Season six is just starting up. Um, and every time there's something happens like that cube melting in the lake and turning it purple is just it just becomes a huge thing across social media and just Fortnite had to be cross platform. But what's interesting is that even though this is now a thing for select third parties, Bethesda did say that as of right now, Fallout 76 will not be cross platform between PC, Xbox One and PS4. So they're not as of right now, as of right now. As of right now. So there there is hope for the future. But uh, as, as of right now, they are not they are not seeking cross-platform play between those games or between those platforms. So which kind of sucks. Microsoft has announced X018, a global celebration of all things Xbox to be held from Nintendo from Nintendo from November 10th to 11th at the fourth annual Xbox Fan Fest in Mexico City, Mexico. X018 will feature news, first looks and surprises live streamed on the largest Inside Xbox episode ever. Inside Xbox will air on November 10th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time. Additional coverage will be live streamed on Mixer through the weekend. So right now I'm planning on having a reaction to this, at least the Inside Xbox thing from 2 to 4. Uh, I'm expecting several announcements from this. Do you think an Xbox too? Not yet. That's coming. We know that's already Phil Spencer already said that's going to show up at E3. I think this is going to be one of the final hurrahs for the Xbox One. Anything that's going to release between now and the end of 2019 will most likely either be showcased or announced. We may see a tease of something that they're going to show off at E3, you know, like, and here's your first, you know, teaser thing for what's coming the next. Controller. Yeah, <laughs> you might, we might see a tease of something uh, because this is, you know, this is a huge fan fest thing that they're doing, much like PlayStation Experience usually is in December. Um, you know, they're they're going to to do that. So um, but we'll get to PlayStation experience here in a second. Let's go ahead and kick to Xbox Live games with gold versus PlayStation Plus free games for the month of October 2018, because we know what both are offering now. We'll start with Xbox, as we always do. Coming to Xbox One available for the entire month, you have Overcooked, the first Overcooked. Also available from October 16th to November 15th, Victor Vron, which I've I've heard of, but I've never played. Um, on Xbox 360, which is backwards compatible on Xbox One, from October 1st to October 15th, we have Stuntman Ignition, which the Stuntman games were fun for a while, but I'm pretty sure this one wasn't that spectacular. And then October 16th to October 31st, Hitman Blood Money. I and mean, that's a good Hitman game. Best Hitman. It's one of the best, yeah. It definitely one of the best. I think, I think my favorite might be the one from 2016, two years ago. The, the one where that was episodic. That one was really okay. good. That one was really, really good. 
But no, that that Hitman game is definitely good. So that's that's that and Overcooked are the two standouts from from what Xbox is offering this month. But let's go ahead and check in with PlayStation Plus free games for the month of October. Coming to PlayStation 4, we have 2064 Read Only Memories, which is a fantastic visual novel. I highly recommend picking that up. A game called The Bridge, which I've never played. Friday the 13th, the game, which is a big pickup for them, uh, especially because they just recently had Dead by Daylight on the free games as well. So now you yeah. have both of those types of games on there. Uh, Laser League from 505 Games. Rocket Birds 2 Revolution. And then Here They Lie and Knowledge is Power are still available. But I will say Here They Lie is only available through October 7th. It's been available for the past two months now. So if you're hearing this and you want to pick up Here They Lie, make sure you download that in the next week because it will be going away October 7th. Knowledge is Power is still available through November 6th. On PlayStation 3, you'll have access to The Bridge and Master Reboot. And on PlayStation Vita, 2064 Read Only Memories, The Bridge and Rocket Birds 2 Revolution. Pick of the month. month. Yeah, we're going to go PlayStation, I think. X is going to give it to you. Oh, you're going to go Xbox? Yeah. You're going to go Xbox. Okay. I'm going to go Xbox. I'm going to go. With with, with Overcooked and Hitman, I think they they definitely did a job. I mean, Friday the 13th's uh, user base Mm -hmm. has dropped off. Maybe this can help get more people to play. Significantly. Significantly, yeah. Um, um, I, and I, I just don't know anything about Laser League. I don't know if that's something that would entice me. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to download it. Sure. But, uh, no, I, I, I am going to lean towards PlayStation this month. We'll go undecided for the official thing like we like we do when, right. when, we, when we pick it things. It happens every once in a while. Um, but, but I think that Friday the 13th, um, potentially Laser League, but really 2064 Read Only Memories is a standout for me. That was a fantastic visual novel. One of the few visual novels that I actually had the chance to review because uh, uh, Jessica- I, I use my PlayStation to, to play games, not to read a book, okay? This, this is a fantastic game, and I, I, I highly recommend it. If you haven't played it, uh, for anyone listening, make sure you actually download 2064 Read Only Memories. It's great. Um, we found out something about a new mythical Pokemon, and this mythical Pokemon is named Meltan. I'm assuming is how you say that, Meltan. And it is a new species of Pokemon, one that nobody has ever seen before. And it is like a, a Hexnut Pokemon. I yeah. guess I mean that's kind of what it looks like, like. Like like sitting on a pool of liquid metal. Yeah, like a like a bolt sitting on a pool of liquid metal with a red tail and either one eye or a nose. I don't know what the dot is in the middle of the uh, <laughs> uh of the actual hex nut. Um and it is a steel type pokemon. Are there steel pokemon already or no? Yes. Okay, so they're already steel pokemon. Um and right now it is currently being cited in Pokemon Go. So whenever you see Ditto in Pokemon Go, there's a chance that it has the ability to turn into Meltan. I'm assuming that's how this works. I've never played Pokemon Go, oh, so. The, the, the way it's going is um, you're actually seeing Meltan show up, and when you catch it, you're being shown that it's only a Ditto. Oh, so it's backwards to what I said. Yeah. Okay, so, so Meltan, like when you're out there walking around, you are seeing Meltan. You're not seeing Ditto, but when you capture it, you can't actually capture Meltan, no, you were capturing exactly. Ditto. Okay, that's kind of neat. Um, but what's they, actually put a little, they put a little video yeah. of, yeah. of uh, Professor Oak and Professor Willow talking about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, Professor Oak, it's like, I've never seen this before. And then like two seconds later, it goes, oh, it must be the mythical Pokemon Meltan. Because of course, <laughs> Professor Oak knows everything. Right. Um, what's interesting, though, is that they're saying that Pokemon Go is going to be the bridge to meeting this new Pokemon in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. 
So I'm assuming that eventually when these games come out, they'll probably be you'll probably be able to catch Meltan at that point and it probably will stop turning into Ditto. Either that or there'll be some other way to transfer it into your game. So I don't know. And I wonder if it'll be hard to catch once these games come out. Can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. Well, depend if I mean if it's supposed to be a new mythical Pokemon and it's that uh that spectacular. So I'm assuming this is the because remember they did say that there was going to be one new additional Pokemon introduced in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. I think this is it. I'm wondering if this is it or if they will have an additional one on top of that as well. But I'm assuming this is probably going to be that Pokemon. So that'd be cool. Um, I may have to actually download Pokemon Go, which I've never downloaded in order to catch this new mythical Pokemon when it comes out. Just make sure you join Team Instinct. They're the best. Team Instinct. All right. I, I was going to try to join uh, Team Extreme, but... Uh, <laughs> our last bit of random news telltale games which was recently shuttered and all of its in development game projects reportedly canceled has released a statement suggesting that potential completion of the walking dead the telltale series the final series the final season may actually happen uh so multiple potential partners have stepped forward to express interest in helping see the final season of the walking dead the telltale series to completion while they cannot make any promises they are actively working toward a solution that will allow episodes three and four to be completed and released in some form. In the meantime, episode two, this is this was released quite a bit ago, though, because it said in the meantime, episode two will be released across all platforms as planned. Now, I don't know if you saw this episode one and two of The Walking Dead, the final season has since been pulled from sale off of every digital store. So you cannot buy this right now on PSN, Xbox Live, Steam or anywhere else. So as of right now, until they figure out what's happening with episodes three and four, episodes one and two have been pulled from sale. If you already bought them and downloaded them, you can play them. But uh, as of right now, they have they have been pulled. So I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, I just hope whatever money they make off these things, they actually pay the people who they cut out, who they let off. Right, right, right. What's crazy is that they made no mention of episode five because these telltale games are always yeah. five episodes. And there is even like if you looked at the release schedule that was planned for the final season, episode five was supposed to come out in December because three was October, four was November and five was December. Much how they usually do these things. Um, they only talked about episodes three and four. So hopefully someone that stepped forward was, you know, will actually help them or or take over the reins and at least complete the final season. So that way we know what ultimately was going to happen to Clementine, because I think that's just really what people care about the most. So I just want to find out what happened to Clem. But we'll kick it over to some release dates. We have several release dates that were announced this mm -hmm. week. Um, Mark of the Ninja Remastered will be launching on October 9th. Sinner, Sacrifice for Redemption, finally got its release date announced. It's going to be launching October 18th. Uh, that's the Chinese Dark Souls one that we were talking about several months it's, ago that was supposed to come out in like April or May, but yeah, it, got, it got delayed <laughs> and then it, it was just nothing on that game. And now we finally know it's coming out here in a couple weeks. Uh, the Fallout 76 beta will begin October 23rd for Xbox One and for PS4 and PC players, October 30th. So the next week. So Xbox One owners will get to jump into the Fallout 76 beta one week early. You sons of guns. They always do that, though. Bethesda Bethesda really does do a lot of partnerships with Microsoft. They always have. Uh, Yokai Watch 3 will be coming to North America on February 8th, 2019. It'll be hitting Europe sometime this winter. And Steinsgate Elite will be launching for PS4 and Nintendo Switch on February 19th, 2019 here in North America. 
It's a lot of stuff. One of them coming up soon, October 9th, but a lot of those, everything else pretty kind of far away. Um, really looking forward to that beta for Fallout 76, though. I can't wait to jump into that on Halloween week. Uh, hopefully I will have some time because I will still be busy, obviously, working the haunted house. But I think we should talk about what's releasing this week and the new releases for the week of October 1st. We are in October. Today is the official day of October, October 1st on Monday, but nothing is coming out. So we'll start with tomorrow, Tuesday, October 2nd. The first one coming to PlayStation 4 through PlayStation VR. Astrobot Rescue Mission. Astrobot Rescue Mission is a brand new platformer developed exclusively for use with PSVR. Take control of Astro the Captain Bot and go on an epic VR rescue mission to save your fellow crew who are dispersed all over space. The game takes full advantage of PSVR to invigorate the platforming genre with gameplay, unfolding around you in 360 degrees. Your character reacts instantly and your jumps are ultra precise thanks to the increased depth of PSVR. While seated, moving your body lets you lean around corners to get a better view on the action and discover secret paths. You can also use your body to weave through the scenery and create a path for your character. I think this actually sounds that, really cool. I do that in real life. Just weave your body around and make paths? Yes, through, through oh. the scenery. Okay. Uh, I think this is actually a cool use of the PlayStation VR mechanic. Uh, I, I think this would be a fun game to play. Uh, I don't think it's the first platforming game to be done in VR, but I do remember seeing this recently at the, uh, I think it was either Tokyo Game, I think it was Tokyo Game Show. Um, I'm curious because I, I think this would be a fun use of VR, so I'm curious to see how this one plays. Our next game coming out tomorrow, coming to PC and Xbox One, Forza Horizon 4. Dynamic seasons change everything at the world's greatest automotive festival. Go it alone or team up with others to explore beautiful and historic Britain in a shared open world. Collect, modify, and drive over 450 cars. Race, stunt, create, and explore. Choose your own path to become a Horizon superstar. This game will be beautiful massive. Game. Yeah, beautiful looking game. One of the, obviously, to this day, the best looking racing game. Um, every every year, Forza really steps it up a notch. Uh, Forza Horizon, I prefer over the actual Forza, Forza Motorsport games. I like the more openness of the Horizon franchise. Uh, I, if I had it at Xbox One, I would get this on here. Uh, I eventually will buy this on PC. So I, this is this will be a game that I definitely want to play at some point in the future, just not right away with everything else that I'm doing. One of the games I'm currently working on coming to PlayStation 4 tomorrow, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise. Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise is a high-intensity action-adventure RPG based within the world of the beloved Fist of the North Star manga. Players take control of protagonist Kenshiro as they progress through an alternate universe of the original story. Prepare to explore the post-apocalyptic wastes of the Earth in a customizable buggy and tear through groups of thugs using Kenshiro's signature Hokotu Shunken combat techniques. Remember the first trailer we saw for this and that epic freaking metal that was playing in the background and we instantly fell in love with this game? Japanese, we watched it yeah. in Japanese and my mouth was hot. Yeah, no, no clue what they were saying, but just the song in the background and the action that was going on. That feeling that we felt in the trailer is how it feels to play this game. Like, this is a great freaking game. I'm so glad it got confirmed for North America and that it's finally releasing this week. Uh, what a fun game. This is a this is a this is a great game. And I think reviews are up um, today, actually. So so check them out. Uh, I don't know if mine will be up right away because I got my copy, my my review key a little late, but uh, I, I will have it up soon. Trust me. Our last game coming tomorrow to PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, a little game called Mega Man 11. The Blue Bomber is back. 
The newest entry in this iconic series blends classic challenging 2D platforming action with a fresh look. The stunning new visual style refreshes the series' iconic colorfulness, combining hand-drawn environments with detailed 3D characters. To save the day, the Blue Bomber must battle robot masters and take their powerful weapons for himself, which now changes the hero's appearance with new levels of detail. The innovative new double gear system lets you boost Mega Man's speed and power for a new twist on the satisfying gameplay the series is known for. A variety of difficulty modes makes this the perfect opportunity to experience Mega Man for the first time. Mega Man 11 also features a variety of extra modes including time trials, missions, global leaderboards, a gallery of concept art, and more. So extra, obviously they, they put some a variety of difficulty modes, that means you will be able to set the game on easy. Frank, I know you can only beat these games on easy. Yeah, I don't think there's ever been an easy mode in a, in a Mega Man game in general. I can only imagine what they, what they, what they classify as easy. Um, but while we're at it, I'm going to shout out we're VG Mania this month. We're doing yeah. two special episodes, the music of Mega Man. Uh, mm -hmm. You check the first one out uh, this upcoming Wednesday, the third. Yeah, and spoiler alert. Is it? Yeah, it is the third. Spoiler alert. Um, there are 17 tracks on that episode of Mega Man instead of 16 because we do have a Mega Man 11 track to close out the show in in, yes. cele in celebration of Mega Man 11 releasing the previous day. Skipping over Wednesday, October 3rd, but don't skip over that episode of BG Mania. Thursday, October 4th, nothing. Friday, October 5th, we have two games. The first one coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One. Yeah, two big games. PC, PS4, Xbox One, we have Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Write your own epic Odyssey and become a legendary Spartan hero in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, an inspiring adventure where you must forge your destiny and define your own path in a world on the brink of tearing itself apart. Influence how history unfolds as you experience a rich and ever-changing world shaped by your decisions. Super excited for this game. I cannot wait to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like this, this, this one looks so RPG and so good. Uh, it's, it looks more RPG than um, the uh, the one last year, Origins did. So I don't know, man. It just this one looks really, really good. Plus, you get to pick between playing a female or male main character. I will be choosing Cassandra, the female, because her she's like her detail is so much better. Uh, her story just seems so much better than the guy. You could definitely tell that she probably was meant to be the main character. Then they added the guy after the fact. One of the developers of Assassin's Creed did say that Ubisoft is planning going forward with each new Assassin's Creed to give you the choice between a male and a female protagonist. So you'll be able to choose who you want to play as. So that's kind of neat. Uh, the last game coming out this week, coming to Nintendo Switch, Super Mario Party. The original four player Mario Party series board game mode that fans love is back and your friends and family are invited to the party. Freely walk the board, choose where to move, which dice block to roll, and how to win the most stars in skill-based minigames. Wait till you see the 2v2 mode with grip-based maps. Grip-based? Grid-based maps! I was like, grip-based maps? What the hell is that? Grid-based maps. The creative use of the console and the series' first online minigame mode. Test your skills in sets of five minigames with the new mode, Mario-thon, and see how you stack up against players across the globe in online Mario-thon. Whether you're pedaling tricycles, flipping meat, or who knows what else, you'll use Joy-Con controllers in clever ways across 80 new minigames. Some are all-out free-for-alls, others are 2v2 or even 1v3. Toad's Rec Room lets you pair up two Nintendo Switch systems, which you'll lay side by side on a flat surface like a real tabletop game. That way you can play a mini baseball game, battle tanks in custom arenas, or even see who can watch the most match the most bananas by repositioning the systems however you see fit. Toad's Rec Room is definitely the coolest aspect of Super Mario Party with the way that they're doing it, it's laying each console side by side. 
one of the things I'll probably never get to experience though. I really don't hang out with anyone that has a Switch that would probably buy Super Mario Party except for you and you live a couple hundred miles away, so. I mean, eventually we'll get to check it out, but it will be a eventually. while for me. I know you will probably have a much quicker time to check it out eventually and you'll yeah, have to let us know <laughs> yeah you'll have to let us know how it is uh obviously the the most important aspect here to me is that all 80 new uh, all 80 mini games of the game are brand new none of them are recycled from previous mario party games so i'm curious to see what they've came up with uh, i've seen a handful of them probably 15 or 20 of the mini games so far just watching impression videos and you know trailers and stuff but uh I, there's several that i haven't seen yet and i'm excited to see what some of these actual mini games are pick of the week this week what are you going to go with? It hurts me to do this, to pick one over the other, mm -hmm. but I will stay true blue. Okay. Go ahead there. I'm going to go Mega Man 11. Okay. I'm going to go Mega Man 11 pick of the week this week. Uh, for, for me, I mean, it is really a difficult week because there's four games coming out this week that are good. Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise, Mega Man 11, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Super Mario Party. I'm excited for all four of those games, and really, you can make a case for any four of those games being pick of the week this week. Um, part of me wants to pick Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm really excited for that. I'm going to go Super Mario Party, though. I, I'm going to go fair, Super Mario fair. Party for, for pick of the week this week for my personal self. Nintendo um, wins the day. Nintendo wins the day. And I'm assuming you're buying Mega Man 11 on Nintendo Switch. Why wouldn't I? Well, yeah, that's what I figured. Too long, sir. But uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely uh, just it's going to be a good week, man. This is going to be a good week for gaming. So I, I'm excited for this week. But I'm also excited to find out what this could potentially mean, because as we transition now to our first discussion point on the episode, is the PlayStation 5 all but confirmed for fall 2019? I think it might be. We recently found out that Sony is not going to be having PlayStation experience this year. They are skipping 2018. So let's start with this. This was released in the PlayStation broadcast. Let's read through this for 28. And this is from Sean Layden, who is the chairman of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios for 2018. I know this is going to be a disappointment to some people, but we have decided not to hold PlayStation experience. We won't have it in the States this year. The reason behind that really are we don't have. Wait, what? Yeah, it's bad English. Yeah, it's translated, so. That is bad. Oh, whatever. Uh, basically, now that Spider-Man is out the door, they don't have anything else. And they're looking into 2019 uh, with games like Dreams and Days Gone. But they wouldn't have enough to bring people all together in some location in North America to have the event. We don't want to set expectations really high and then not deliver on it. So we have. It was a hard decision. But we have determined that this year we will not hold PlayStation experience. And I think that's pretty telling because every year since the PS4 has came out, they've had a PlayStation experience where they've had huge announcements of games coming to PS4 celebrations of all things PlayStation. I did my research. So the original PlayStation, I did a lot of research for this topic. The original PlayStation released on September 9th, 1995. The PlayStation 2 released on October 26th, 2000. 1,874 days after the PlayStation 1. The PlayStation 3 released on November 17th, 2006, 2,213 days after the PlayStation 2. The PlayStation 4 released on November 15th, 2013, 2,555 days after the PlayStation 3. Before I get to the PS5, the reason the PlayStation 4 released an extra year after the PS2 to PS3 and PS3 to PS4 
is because of the economic crisis that we went through. And and both mm-hmm. Microsoft, Sony and Nintendo had said that prolonged the last generation by one to two years. So the reason the PS3 existed for so long, the reason the Wii was around for so long and the reason that the Xbox 360 was around for so long was because of how bad the economy got worldwide towards the end of the, you know, 2008, 2009 era. Like that definitely made it to where they weren't really working on the successors of those platforms right away. PlayStation 5. If we look, if we take the traditional six year cycle that we've come to know and love, um, which is usually right around 2,200 days, we would be looking at a release in November 2019, which is exactly 2,200. I think it was like November 24th, 2019 was 2,200 days from November 15th, 2013. Um, It won't release that week. It would release the previous week because November 15th, 2019 is a Friday and Sony prefers the middle of November now looking at PS3 and PS4. They release consoles on a Friday and six years is the traditional life cycle that we grew up with. But Nintendo does prefer five, which is why we'll probably see the successor to the switch in about 2023. PlayStation meeting could be substituted for PlayStation experience. So PlayStation meeting 2013 is where we got the announcement of the PS4. And at PlayStation meeting 2013, they unveiled the PS4. We saw Knack. We saw Dreams, which still isn't out yet. And we saw several other things that were going to be released on PS4 when it came out that fall. So PlayStation meeting could be the substitution for PlayStation experience. If they follow the same pattern, that could be held February 2019, where the PlayStation 5 gets announced. And if we are to believe a lot of recent insider teasing that has been happening on several forums across the Internet, PlayStation meeting next year is being teased. So we'll have to see what happens. To add fuel to this, PlayStation Plus, February 2019, is the last month that they will be offering PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita games. Going forward, starting in March, they will only be offering PS4 games. Are they potentially making room for the PS5 later in the year? Name changes, if you remember at PlayStation Experience 2017, they said by PlayStation Experience 2018, we expect you to be able to change your name on PlayStation Network. They're not having PlayStation Experience 2018 now. Brilliant marketing move, by the way, if that was the intention all along to 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 <laughs> name skate around the name changes. Is this a potential feature for the PS5? Will you be able to change your name when you get to PlayStation 5? Potentially. Maybe that'll be announced at PlayStation meeting next year. I put together a list of every game that Sony still has in the pipeline. The list that you see in front of you. That's it. Those are the only games they have left announced. Everything else is either unannounced or not even being worked on yet. Concrete Genie is still expected to be released this year. That game looks great. I remember seeing that at E3. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's probably going to be November. It's either October or November. I'm assuming November. Pat Upon 2 Remastered is still set to release this year as well. Probably December. It's a much smaller game. I think it's PlayStation Network only. So I think Concrete Genie is PlayStation Network only too, actually. Days Gone, we know is February 22nd, 2019. Dreams, I'm assuming will be March 2019. Ghost of Tsushima, I'm assuming, is their big spring title, May 2019. Medieval Remastered, smaller game, but still one I'm very much looking forward to. Fits a good August 2019 release day. The Last of Us Part 2. Is that possibly November 2019? Day and date. You think, do you think that's a launch title? Day and date with PlayStation 5 cross-generation platform title. Yeah. Is that a PS4 and a PS5 game? 
if the PlayStation 5 is coming out in 2019, there's a good chance The Last of Us Part 2 is put in November and then put out on both platforms at the same time. So PS4 owners, you don't have to update if you don't want to. For those that do want to pick up a PS5, either that or the PlayStation 5 will be 100% backwards compatible with everything on the PS4. So if that's the case, then you can buy The Last of Us Part 2, still play it on your PS5, and that's the same thing anyway. It just won't look better, but that's okay because it looks fantastic anyway. So um, either The Last of Us Part 2, if the PS5 is fall 2019, that'll be a cross-generation game where it's on both PS4 and PS5, or that's just confirmation that the PS5 will be 100% backwards compatible with everything on PS4. Death Stranding, I'm assuming is going to be 2020, as I've been saying forever now, fall 2020, but 100% PS5. I think that I and I st- I've still been saying for the longest time that I think that's a PS5 game. I've been I, I've been saying so. that for two years. So I, I still I think, think that's I think a PS5 you've been for two years. No, I still think that's a PS5 game. Um, how I think this is going to go. I think new game announcements for from major first party studios will begin at PlayStation meeting 2019. Again, that's probably February 2019 with the announcement of The Last of Us Part 2 being either cross-generation and a release date game for PS5 or with the announcement that the PS5 will be 100% backwards compatible with the PS4. One other studio will also announce a PS5 exclusive, that being Guerrilla Games and Horizon Zero Dawn 2, which will no longer be a release date game since they'll be launching with Last of Us Part 2. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 will instead be March 2020, much like Horizon Zero Dawn fell in the springtime for 2017, you know, when it came out next to Nier Automata and uh, um, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This meeting will also confirm the Dreams and Ghost of Tsushima release dates on PS4. And I have a feeling before they even start talking about PS5, they'll just announce what's still coming for PS4 in 2019. Like they'll kick off the PlayStation meeting. Hey, you know, thank you all for coming out. You know, we have a lot of good things to show you, but I want to start with PS4. Let's talk about what's still coming in the pipeline for PS4 over the next several months. And they'll talk about Dreams. They'll talk about Ghost of Tsushima. They'll probably talk about Medieval Remastered. I wouldn't be surprised if they mentioned Last of Us Part 2, but then they kick it off to PS5 while they're talking about Last of Us Part 2. So that, that's probably how I see this going. E3 2019, however, will see multiple PlayStation 5 exclusives announced for 2020 and beyond from heavy hitter studios. Sony Santa Monica will most likely be there with something God of War related. We obviously saw the teaser at the end of God of War that we just recently played through the past couple months. Um, If they use the same engine and just beef it up a little bit for PS5, there's a good chance by E3 next year we could at least get a teaser of what's coming for God of War. Polyphony Digital will most definitely be there with Gran Turismo 7. And don't, yeah, and don't be surprised to see Insomniac Games unveil Marvel Spider-Man 2, because, again, much like God of War, they could take the same engine. I see you're wearing a Spider-Man hat. They could take the same engine that they use for Spider-Man on PS4, just crank it up a little bit for PS5 and put something together by E3 next year. There's a good chance we see a teaser next year. Who knows? Um, studios taking anywhere from three to five plus years to make games and release games. This is evidence as to why Sony needs to follow suit, what, what Microsoft is currently doing. They need to build up their first party studios to yeah. include a handful more because I went through every first party right now. A lot of people are tied up and that's why a lot of people are still thinking like I, I also linked the reset era thread uh, in this discussion that we did here. And uh, so many people are saying, well, this is pretty much confirmation that the PS5 is coming fall 2019. And there's a handful of other people like there's a whole nother crowd of people saying there's no way that the PlayStation 5 can be 2019 because there just isn't enough time for studios to get ready. Like there's so many, like Sony only has so many first party studios and they're all tied up. Like 
the only ones that aren't tied up right now are, I think, just Santa Monica. I think because they just finished God of War and I'm just, obviously we know they're working on the next God of War, but still uh, everyone else and, and Guerrilla Games. But we know they're working on Horizon Zero Dawn, too. Everyone else is currently working on a PS4 game. So it just there's they, they need to have more first party studios if they want to have more exclusive. Now, granted, the PlayStation 4 generation has showed us that Sony is not reliant so much on their first party anymore. Like they still put out fantastic first party games every time they put something out, but they have been relying heavily on third party support, second party support. Insomniac is second party. Like they're relying heavily on these second and third party companies to put out great games on PS4 or PlayStation in general. And they do like PlayStation games, regardless of their first, second, third party, they're great games. So I, I don't know, man, like it's just, they they definitely need a couple more first party studios, though. And I, I think that is potentially going to be a negative thing whenever they announce the PS5, whether the PS5 is fall 2019 or it's fall 2020. We know it's one of the two. It's one thousand sure. percent one of those two fall 2019 or fall 2020. And honestly, I'm OK with either one. If it's next year, that's great. I'll buy it. I'll I'll, I'll play it. I'll be happy if it's fall 2020. That's fine, too. I'll buy it. I'll play it. I'll be happy. Like either way, I'm going to pick this up and I'm going to be happy regardless of when it comes out. I think it's worth mentioning that Bethesda has already jumped the gun announcing next generation games at E3. They announced Starfield and The Elder Scrolls 6 with Microsoft announcing Project Scarlet at E3 2019 and potentially releasing it by the end of next year and potentially teasing it at X018 later this year in Mexico City. Almost every third party studio is going to start hyping up cross generation games, whether it's now, whether it's at E3 or whether it's sometime next year. All of these third parties, Ubisoft, Capcom, Square Enix, Bethesda, Warner Brothers, Activision, EA, Konami to an extent. All of these major third party studios are going to start hyping up cross generation games. CD Projekt Red. I mean, sure, they're going to do something with Cyberpunk. So which is most definitely got to be cross generation at this point, um, they're, they're going to start hyping up their cross gen games, just like they did for the first two years of PS4, Xbox one mm. for the first two years of PS5, Xbox Scarlet. We are going to see nothing but cross generation games. It's, that's just the thing now. that has to be it. But I'm hoping if PS5 is backwards compatible with PS4, Xbox Scarlet is backwards compatible with Xbox One. We already know it will be. The, it relies heavily on PS5 being backwards compatible with X, at PS4. If both next-gen platforms are backwards compatible, there can be a less focus on cross-gen because they can still just put out the games on PS4 and you can buy it for your PS5 and it works. So I, I think that they can not have so many copies of the same game floating around. Like you don't need a copy for PS4 and PS5. You don't need a copy for Xbox One, Xbox, you know, Scarlet, like you did for 360 to one and three to four. So I, I, don't, I think it's going to be a very interesting time over the next several months, because if PlayStation meeting is indeed happening in 2019, like a lot of people think it is. And like a lot of insiders are teasing, then it will be announced most likely by the end of the year. Because they will start sending out and this is never at least I don't think PlayStation. No, PlayStation meeting 2013 wasn't open to the public. That was strictly for the press, you know, for members of the media to to go and get hands on with the PS4. If that's the case, they will most likely send out invitations by the end of this year or extremely early next year to give people time to book a flight and book a room. So we'll have to see, man. We'll find out soon. Are you excited regardless of what's going to happen, though? I absolutely 100 percent. Yeah. 
Uh, I got my fingers crossed for 2020 because I want to, I want these games now. Sure. Uh, and I, I don't have the, I don't have the money to buy the games on the system just yet. <laughs> but it's a good thing if they are backwards compatible because you could then buy them on your PS4. Exactly. If it's although I wouldn't want to play on PS4. You know how it is. No, no, no. I know. But if it was the same game, that's what I'm saying. If yeah. it was the same game, like if it was The Last of Us Part Two. And it was only one copy that played on both PS4 and PS5. You could buy it, play it on your PS4. And then when you do get a PS5, you can still play it on your PS5. It doesn't look any better, but you can still play it there. So I, I think that's the way And in digital games. Digital games have to be backwards compatible. I will say that right now. Digital games need to be backwards compatible as well. What do you think the hard drive is going to be on uh, the next generation, though? Uh, standard's got to be two terabytes. The standard has to be two terabytes because I have a two terabyte uh, hard drive in my PS4 right now. Uh, I've had it in there for several years. I will say I play a lot more than the average person just because, you know, doing reviewing games and being being what I do. I get access to a lot of games, you know, through our friends at third parties, through our friends everywhere. Uh, we, we get access to probably 75, 80 percent of the games that come out. And I put most of those on the PS4. I do have to take out a lot of games. I do delete games when I'm done with them. I was going to say, because I was kind of leading into our next story here. Yeah, no, uh, no, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, yes, this, no, this definitely leads right directly into our next story. I, I definitely delete a lot of things off of my PS4 when I'm done with them. There are certain games that I save if I want to play DLC later. Like I've had Final Fantasy 15 installed on the PS4 since I beat it because I still haven't picked up the season pass. and I still want to at some point, you know, I, I haven't bought the season pass for Spider-Man, but I will at some point. So I'm not I, I didn't uninstall Spider-Man when I finished it. Um. You know, there's I, there are certain games I leave on there. Uh, I think I still have The Witcher on there for whatever reason, even though I finished it. But a lot of things when I'm done with them, I take them off. You know, one and done JRPGs, I'll take them off and I'll just reinstall them if I ever get the itch to play them again. Like when I finish Dragon Quest, because I'm most assuming that Dragon Quest will be a one and done, there won't be anything else after that. I'll take off Dragon Quest. Uh, if I ever want to play it again, I'll just reinstall it. I mean, it doesn't bother me to like I have unlimited data on both my phone and the Internet that I have. I don't have any Internet caps. So if I want to download something, it doesn't bother me. Um, but I think that the digital games, they need to be backwards compatible as well. And if they're not backwards compatible from if, if PS4, I'm sorry, if PS5 is backwards compatible with PS4 discs, then it has to be backwards compatible with the downloads as well, because there would it. it if, the, if it isn't, then it's just making it so hard to move into the digital age, man. It just really is because yeah. most people buy digital games now, whether it's just some or all. Most people buy digital games. And if those aren't also backwards compatible, they're making a huge mistake. But as you mentioned, we'll go ahead and jump into discussion two here. Uh, we found out what the file size is going to be for Red Dead Redemption 2. Rockstar Intel noted that there. So they recently announced a bundle for Red Dead Redemption 2. And Rockstar Intel is a, a website and they noted that the back of the bundle shows that the hard drive space requirement, it's in tiny print, 105 gigabytes. The box also revealed that the multiplayer count will be up to 32 players and that the as of yet mysterious PX4 exclusive content is only exclusive for 30 days. But the thing that stands out the most is obviously that file size requirement. Um, now, that was a PS4 Pro bundle. So that could have been the space requirement for the PS4 Pro because that will include higher textures, you know, to take full advantage of 4K, HDR, all that kind of stuff. If you're playing on a standard PS4 or a standard Xbox One, you may not need such high requirements. But PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, you may have a higher requirement. Um, either way, though, it does make sense. It's a massive game, but I wasn't expecting 105 gigabytes. I think that right there 
on console. I have seen that big on, I think, Gears of War 4 when I downloaded that on PC was like 100 gigabytes when I played that and reviewed it for Level Down Games. Um, I think this might be the first time I've seen such a high file size for a brand new game on PS4 and Xbox One. 105 gigabytes. That's massive. For someone like yourself who has a standard PS4 and still I think you still have the standard hard drive in there as well. I actually have a external. I know you. I know you have an external I, that you can, transfer can, things can, to. Yeah, I have to because I again I, I play a lot of games. I get a lot of digital. So yeah, and yeah, but but the thing is, once you finish them, I think what you transfer them to your external, right? Yeah. So you leave them on your hard drive when you're playing them, and then you finish them, you transfer them to the external. But I think now, I've, I and and this was a while ago, but Sony did put that update where you can still play games that are on your external drive too, right? Like you can you can yeah, boot yeah. them up, like because it used to be you couldn't, but they did make it to where you could boot the games on the external as well. Um, do you have space for this? <laughs> I don't. I'll yes. throw things around. Yeah. Um, but I have some older games on there that I just haven't removed. Like I have like older WWE 2K games, like 2K 16 and 15 over there. Is. That could probably get, and those are probably close to 100 gigs a piece because with yeah. all the updates and downloads, what we've done, I mean. And, I, and I'm never going to play them again. No, especially. 19's coming out soon. So. Yeah, 19 comes out next week. So uh, if you pre-ordered it, early access comes out Friday. But um, yeah, ne- next week it comes out. So I, I don't know, man. Uh, I was just really, really surprised to see how how big the file size was for Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, but it, like I said, again, it does. It, it makes sense. It's a massive freaking game. And it, it's it's going to be several times bigger than Grand Theft Auto 5. It's going to be. They've already confirmed it. Like Red Dead Redemption 2 is, is much bigger than, than GTA 5. I just... I'm scared now, like looking at this based on what we just talked about with PS5. I'm scared how big the games are going to be for next generation, like 500 gigabyte. There has to be and and that will be a thing at some I'm guaranteeing you that will be a thing at some point there. Like, I, I don't know if there's ever going to be a solution to somehow controlling that because I don't think there's a way like as just obviously unless, to, unless it has to go fully online and load some of the assets like which versus which is being tested as we know about cloud streaming is being tested. Uh, it was announced during the most recent Nintendo Direct. This was not announced for North America. This was announced for Japan. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is coming out on the Nintendo Switch in Japan, but it's not coming out in a physical form. It's releasing on the switch through a cloud streaming service so that and 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 we've seen this before. What was there was something else that's coming out on the switch that's cloud streaming? Yeah, uh, I, remember, I remember Assassin's Creed was the one that stuck out. Yeah, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey is releasing on the switch in Japan, not here in Japan through cloud streaming. So that way the game looks identical to the way that it does on the PS4 and Xbox one. And that's actually really cool. If that works out, that could be a game changer for the way these games play, not only, but how much space that they take up and how much is actually required on the user end. If they could do a lot of the computing in the cloud, that would be massive. But the only thing is, a lot of people that still play games don't have access to the internet connections required to do something like that. That's the downside. So yeah, we definitely Google Fiber to get into everywhere 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 i mean and it's it's it sucks that it's reliant on google i think that's such a shitty thing because 
I, I think that Internet companies worldwide and specifically here in North America and in, in America, because we have one of the worst Internet situations around. We need to have access to what is currently available in certain spots in the world. There are certain countries that, you know, they don't cap their Internet. That's um, fiber based. You have gigabytes worth of connections and everyone is happy here. Some people are struggling to get more than like three megabytes download. And my God, I mean, that that's like, you know, parts late, of the US still on dial-up. I know. And that's freaking stupid to think about. Like, you know, in, in 2018, being on a 56 K modem, like I couldn't even imagine Trying to do any, I couldn't, I, there's no way I could do anything I could do that I do now uh, on a 56k modem. Uh, luckily, I think it's very, very small percentage of, of places in America that are still on, on dial up. Uh, I think most places are off of dial up now, but I know there are still a few subsects that are. I, I really do think that something needs to be done in terms of our Internet, though, and soon. I mean, 5G is coming on mobile. 5G is coming. Um, you know, a lot of we're, we're, we're on, we're on 4g right now. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm running 4g on my phone here, but, uh, universal 5g is coming. And I think that something needs to be done in terms of just internet in general before things start getting ridiculous on download sizes. It's, I don't know, man, it's just, it, it seeing that story on Rock, on Red Dead Redemption 2 really did scare me a little bit because of what we just talked about with the PS5 it and does. knowing how close the generation actually is to getting here because the PS5, Xbox One or Xbox Scarlet, they're going to have equivalents of a hard, you know, equivalents of GPUs and stuff from probably like a year or two ago. So if we're lucky, they'll be on like the 1070, 1080 series. Obviously, we right now NVIDIA is significantly stepped up from that. But if, if we're lucky, the PS5 and Xbox Scarlet well, no, it won't be NVIDIA stuff, but it'll be AMD. But it'll be equivalent to what we saw with like a 1070, 1080. That's going to require, I mean, those those games that take full advantage of that, especially with we know how the compression works on PS4 and, and Xbox One, and it's not that good. These these file sizes are going to be massive. So it, it's definitely going to be exciting to, and not even exciting, but it's going to be crazy to see what happens here in the uh, in, in the future. But I think it's time. I think we should transition. I think it's time to play a game. One thing we do every quarter here on Max Level and Level Down Games, we like to play something called Thunderdome. And what we do here, we take every game that is releasing this quarter. So we're focusing on quarter four, 2018. We take everything that's releasing in the quarter and we basically take one out at a time. So we put them all into a cage, into the Thunderdome, so to speak. We eliminate games one by one going back and forth until there's an ultimate winner. Uh, I do have the list here on the other script. Let me go scroll down. So the previous winners, Q1 Thunderdome was won by Kirby Star Allies, which was kind of surprising. Q2 Thunderdome was won by God of War, which was definitely deserved. And Q3 Thunderdome was won by Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age. Runner up for that one was Spider-Man. Both those games deserve to win. Uh, but I was happy with the rightful winner, Dragon Quest XI. Q4, curious to see who wins this one. It's going to be a good one here as well. Uh, you decided that we were going to start doing a spin of the wheel type thing. And let me, uh, so if I pull this up on screen, they will, do you want to, you just go ahead and do it. Want me to spin the wheel? Yeah, just go ahead and spin the wheel. I, I, I don't want to pull it up on the screen because I'll actually okay. end up closing your Skype window and it'll make you look weird and freeze you. All right. So yeah, so it has our name on both. I'm just going to spin it. I'm on the honor system, but I'm legit. So here we go. No, I know. I'll trust you. Uh, bu- 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 
Frank, All right, so you go first. So So we're gonna let me let me read down the list of the games we got. So so Frank's going to eliminate. We have twenty six games in the Thunderdome this this quarter. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Battlefield Five, Call of Cthulhu, Call of Duty Black Ops Four, Darksiders Three, Earth Defense Force Five, Fallout Seventy Six, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise, Forza Horizon Four. Hitman 2, which is the sequel to the episodic Hitman, Just Cause 4, Lego DC Supervillains, Mega Man 11, NBA 2K Playgrounds 2, the Persona Dancing Collection. That includes both Persona, Persona 3 Dancing and Persona 5 Dancing. I decided to lump those into one instead of putting them on here twice. Uh, same thing with Pokemon Let's Go. Pikachu and Eevee lumped together as one. Red Dead Redemption 2, Soul Calibur 6, Spyro Reignited Trilogy, I like how you're doing something for each thing. Starlink Battle for Atlas. Yeah, exactly. Super Mario Party. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Tetris Effect. The World Ends With You Final Remix. World of Final Fantasy Maxima. WWE 2K19. Frank goes first. All right. I really want to go first because I want to do this out of principle alone, Brian. We we do the there. Now, there is a formula that we follow every single time. I'm curious if we stick with it. I'm breaking formula for this first one. Okay. You, you expect, you'd expect me to go for a sports title. Yeah, which, doing, which is what we normally do. I'm doing this on principle alone. Call of Duty 4 Black Ops. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. <laughs> okay. Okay. Suck it. Suck it long. Suck it hard. All right. So Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is moving out first because of the, I'm, ex, I'm assuming because of the exclusion of the single player campaign. Yeah. Okay. I don't think so. I'm going to take out NBA 2 Gay Playgrounds 2. Okay. It's way really better who went first because, you know, that's, that's, that's how we roll. <laughs> a lot of good games here. There are. Ah, dang. I'm going to take a WWE 2K19. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. I mean, they're fun games, but stacked up against everything else. I mean, we gotta, this is, it's hard to pick now. No, it, 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 it definitely is. But I, but I think that like the WWE 2K games, they're fun games. I don't think they stand up to like a traditional game, though. They're good for wrestling fans, which we're innovating too much. Right. Which we're both wrestling fans. But I mean, they're uh, compared with everything else. It's nothing spectacular. Um, For that same reason, I'm going to take out Lego DC supervillains. Yeah, the, the Lego games are all the same. I mean, yes, they, they have different characters. There's different stories that they're fun, but they're all much of the same. So we'll take out Lego DC Supervillains next. All right. I'll be that guy. Where's the Horizon 4? Okay. Whereas, you know, I, I'm not the biggest racing guy. But, no, uh, the, nor the game nor am I. The nor game, am I. The game, the game looks beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Sure. I'm just I'm not a big racer. Okay. Where's the Horizon 4? And, and this is our personal opinions, obviously. And, and not even our. I would have yeah. left that in there for a while, actually. Um, you know, it's just that's just the way these roll. Like, Frank and I have different opinions on games. And that's why it's always fun to see what ends up as number one, because while we do agree on certain games, we, we don't cross over on everything. So, um, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I think this month it'll be interesting to see what ends up as the final one. Um, I'm going to take out just cause I'm not sure if it's going to be good. I'm gonna take out call of Cthulhu. I don't know. That was my next pick. So, uh, all right. Yeah. Oh, you're you're going to take that one out next. Okay. Yeah. Cause, cause, <laughs> because you don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm excited for it. Don't get me wrong. I love Lovecraftian stuff. I'm hoping it's fun. It comes out the day before Halloween. It's a perfect time to release a game like that. I'm hoping it's good, but I just don't know. It's it's such an unknown right now. So stacked up against everything else. I can't leave it in. Well, the Final Fantasy Maxima. I was actually going to take that before Call of Cthulhu. I thought about it just because it is like a chibi characters and yeah it, it was kind of something that uh i well well not only that but it's it's a it's not really a remastered it's like a a re-release of world of final fantasy which came out a few years ago with with additional stuff so i consider taking that out as well i i think that's a good spot to take that out at uh i will go ahead and now take out a game that I do have a lot of fun with, but again, stacked up against everything else, it has to come out now. We'll have to take out Earth Defense Force 5. Wow, okay. I thought you would keep that out for a while. All right. I have a lot of fun with those games, but stacked up against everything else on the list right here, I, I can't in, in good nature leave that in. Because I'm fair. Sure. I'm going to Texas Effect. I was going to take that out next, even if you didn't. Yeah. And it's again, one of my most anticipated games, too. So, right. Uh, but, but again, we're, stacked we're, we're, we're up. Getting to, we're, we're getting to the meat of some really good stuff here. <laughs> yeah. Stacked up against everything else. It's just it's kind of tough to uh, to leave that in. Um, I know what I'm going to take out and I'll tell you why. I'm going to take out Starlink Battle for Atlas. Because the only aspect that I'm excited for about that game is the inclusion of Star Fox on the Nintendo Switch. If, if Star Fox wasn't in that game, this would be a hard pass for me because Star Fox is being added. It instantly became a game that I wanted to play and own because I like Star Fox. I don't like the mechanics of having to build my own ships and put them in the game. I think that's dumb that, you know, the Skylanders aspect of the game. I, I don't like that. I like Star Fox. I'm going to play this because of Star Fox. Everything else is not exciting to me. I'll take out Starlink Battle for Atlas. All right. Now we're going to start being petty towards each other. That's fine. Here we go. That's fine. Persona Dancing Collection. That's fine. I'm fine. I mean, they're fun games. They have great stories behind them. I just don't think that would stack up against these. These are all heavy hitters now. At least after maybe one of these games, which you'll probably get rid of next. Um... I don't know. Let's see here. I will take out. I'm going to take out Darksiders three. Really? Yes. Oof. Because it's a, it is a new studio. There are a lot of crossover with some of the staff that was that was there for Darksiders one and two. Everything that we've seen on Darksiders three so far has not been the same gameplay that we saw in Darksiders one and two. It hasn't really had that Legend of Zelda feel to it that the first two games have. I want Darksiders three. I'm going to play it when it comes out. I'm hoping it's good. I'm not sure that's going to be better than everything else that's left, though. OK, I'm going to preface this next one by I want this. I'm going to play this. I'm going to love this. It's an integral part of my life. I enjoy it. My family enjoys it. I'm sorry. Spyro's gone. OK, Spyro's taken out next. All right. All right. Everyone in the family loves the game. We're big fans. It's just that. Yeah, now I'm eliminating something that's already out there. It's already been released. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, no, you can get these games already. They are available on PlayStation One. You can get them on PlayStation Network as backwards compatible games. Exactly. You, know, you can play these games. They did. Now I will say the Reignited Trilogy 
looks phenomenal. I mean, the, yeah, what, they, what, what they've done, it's very much like what they did with Crash. The game looks great. So um, I will now take out. Just Cause 4. I'll take out Just okay. Cause 4. I think it, I think it, I think it made it good. Uh, again, those games are they're nothing special. They're fun games. They're chaotic games to play. I love playing through these games as Rico. He's a fun main character. Everything that they do with these games is they're they're crazy. They're meant to be hectic and they're fun games to play. I never have replayed a Just Cause game though, so this will be a good game to pick up when it comes out in December. Play through it once, and then probably forget about it. So we'll we'll take it out now. Coming out this week. All right. Yeah, and coming off right now, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise. No worries. I was curious if that would make it to top 10. Almost. It almost made it to top 10. Top 12. Yeah, I was, I was curious if that would make it to top 10. <sighs> All right. Oh, this is never easy. No. No. I am going to take out. So we have 11 games left. So whatever I'm taking out now, everything else will at least make top 10. Because I like everything else, I'm going to take this out just so that it doesn't barely make top 10. That's Battlefield 5. Okay. This is a good top 10. Yep, I agree. All right. I'm okay with all of these being in the top 10. And now is where the controversial picks come in. Here you go. Yep. The world ends with you. Okay. That's fine. I, I, I specifically wanted that to make top 10. So that's why that's why oh, I took Battlefield 5 out. <laughs> <laughs> so the road ends with you final remix. I uh, can't wait to play that. One of the one of the better things that Square Enix has put out in a very long time. Uh, getting you sold it, me on getting it. too. Yeah, so getting gonna... an awesome freaking re-release and a remix version of the game. Uh, I can't wait for that. And the music is phenomenal in that game. The soundtrack is spectacular. I will take out Hitman 2 at this point. Yeah. We're at a good spot right now. What I did before we started was I highlighted all the ones that I wanted to make the top. Uh Everything I have here is highlighted. Nice. Nice. From here here on out, nothing disappoints me. Nice. So whatever makes number one, it doesn't matter. Well, it matters because I definitely have something I want to make number one. It probably won't. Right. I didn't didn't even count who gets to pick the final between the two. I I didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually think it's me. It's the way it works. Um. Yeah, even so that would make sense. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pull Assassin's Creed out here. Okay, that works. That works for me. Again, very excited for the game. Can't wait to play it. Uh, I think they've done a lot of good things with Assassin's Creed. So now we're so now we're at the top seven. So we'll recap top five once we uh, pull yeah. out uh, one more merch. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm sorry, dude. I gotta take out Soul Calibur. Uh, you know what? Okay. We're, we're both massive fans of Soul Calibur, one of our one of our both favorite fighters of, uh, you know, we, we both enjoy that series. Just look at what's left, though, for the six. Yeah. And you know what? I could be petty here and force what I want to happen, but I'm not going to do that. OK. It was you had a good run, Soul Calibur. And at the end of the game, you're just a fighting game. Right. You mean you doing this to me? You're hurting me. A year. I'm hoping you're going to pick between one or two games. Yeah, they get rid of Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Are you? Yeah, that is not what I was expecting. Yeah, well, at all. So your top five. Your top five. Go ahead. Seventy six. 
Mega Man 11, mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. Super Mario Party, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting to take out Pokemon there. That's crazy. It was a strategic pick. May have been a dumb pick. I'm going to take out Mega Man 11. That's fair. I think that's fair. I don't think that deserves to be the number one game. No, I don't think so either. I actually thought you were going to take out Mega Man. I did. I thought Pokemon would make top five. I'm down to I'm going to get rid of a Mario game for sure. Do I want to get rid of Mario Party? Do I want to get rid of Smash Brothers? There's a right choice and a wrong choice there. There is a right choice and a wrong choice. We were Mario Party. Yeah, that's the right choice. Yeah. All right. Are you going to be the guy? Are you going to be that guy, Ryan? We have Fallout 76, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate left. You're going to make me that guy, aren't you? Oh, I hate you. We have Fallout 76, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate left. You get the final say. You get to pick between... Two games that I know you're going to like. But I think your choice will be easy. I'm going to take out Fallout 76. You, sir, are the devil. Your choice will be easy. It's not as easy as you think. No. Final two are Red Dead Redemption 2 and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. The two games I actually do think deserve to be number one and two this quarter. Probably be the two best-selling games. Well, I don't know. Pokemon probably will beat out Smash Bros. Potentially. Oh my, real quick. I wanted to take Red Dead Redemption 2 out way earlier because I knew this was going to be the number one game. Hmm. And it is the number one game. So you're so okay. I'm getting, of, so I'm getting rid of Smash Brothers. Okay. But I want the, my strategic move earlier was to take this out. Uh-huh. But let's be a realist. It deserves to be number one. It absolutely deserves to be number one. It absolutely deserves to be number one. And I mean, I just that's why it survived for so long. So we'll recap. Number 26 was Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Number 25 was NBA 2K Playgrounds 2. Number 24 was WWE 2K19. 23 was Lego DC Supervillains. 22 was Forza Horizon 4. 21 was Call of Cthulhu. 20 was World of Final Fantasy Maxima. Number 19 was Earth Defense Force 5. 18, Tetris Effect. 17, Starlink Battle for Atlas. 16, Persona Dancing Collection, which includes Persona 3 and Persona 5 Dancing. 15 was Darksiders 3. 14 was Spyro Reignited Trilogy. 13, Just Cause 4. 12, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise. 11, Battlefield 5. Top 10. 10 was number the world. Uh, 10 was the world ends with you final remix. 9 was Hitman 2. 8, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 7 was Soul Calibur 6. 6 was Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee combined together. 5, Mega Man 11, 4, Super Mario Party, 3, Fallout 76, 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and our number one game and winner of Q4 2018 Thunderdome Red Dead Redemption 2, which concludes the Thunderdome for 2018. So how do you feel Thunderdomes against each other now? I mean, obviously, we're not going to pick the official game of the year. From the four, we have Kirby, God of War, Dragon Quest 11, and this. All... All but one of those games is up for running for game of the year. Yeah, Kirby, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, Cur- Kirby, was, Kirby was a Kirby was a surprise pick. I can't believe it came down to I can't believe it came down. I forget what Kirby was up against that month, that that quarter, but it, I, I can't believe Kirby ended up winning. So uh, it was it was kind of surprising to me that that one ended up taking the uh, taking the cake for, for uh, Q1 2018 Thunderdome. Uh, we will if putting all four up together. So Kirby got a war. Red Dead. I, I don't think we could pick right now. We haven't played Red Dead. So, yeah, we have to uh, we'll have to play Red Dead at, at some point in the, in the future. Before we close out 2018, we could say what the definitive Thunderdome winner would be. But that doesn't necessarily translate 
to the official pick for game a, of the year. That'll be a special award during the. Uh, yeah, the actually, you know awards. what? That that make that's cool. We'll do that. We'll do that. So Thunder, a Thunderdome award kind of a thing between those four games. That's a cool idea because uh, it doesn't necessarily translate to mean game of the year. Because yeah. Thunderdome is you know it's it's a competition. It's a thing. So. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll do that during the uh, Lebanon Games Awards for 2018, which will be happening mid-December. So keep an eye out for that on YouTube. That'll be fun. Uh, and if you haven't seen last year's, go check that out, too. Fun time. Fun time. You know, this is a fun time. Time for a little kickstart my heart, though. Oh, yeah. And I saw this one and I thought this was right up your alley. I thought this was something that you would oh, greatly enjoy. Yeah. yeah, I thought you would <laughs> greatly enjoy this. Uh, it's almost. What is it? It's about. 13,000 shy from being half. Uh, we are 25 days to go. They're looking for $70,000. It's sitting at $22,245. Uh, it's a futuristic ninja action platformer known as Bushiden. Explore the cybernetic upgrades until you are powerful enough to defeat the diabolic Goa and his cybergenetic army once and for all. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, this has Frank written all over it because it's it's very much what we just played with like Dead Cells, with what we just played with like the Messenger. Yeah. It has that aspect to it. Uh, Bushiden is a Metroidvania influenced action platformer set in a futuristic world where your greatest foe has been revived from the dead in a seeking revenge. The game combines melee combat with exploration elements spanning eight separate non-linear levels. So there will be seven levels to explore plus a prologue area which is to get the eight. Uh, you will have to survive epic boss fights to unlock new traversal and combat abilities, so like a Metroidvania. Unique crowd control combat system gives the player powerful options for dispatching hordes of foes. Revisit levels with upgraded abilities to access new areas, find secret rewards, and become even more powerful. Collect currency from slain enemies to purchase health upgrades, enhance shurikens, weapon summons, and chi spell effects. Beautiful handcrafted pixel art. So the story, it has you assuming the role of, uh, and I'm going to pronounce it as, is it Riley? Riley? I have no idea. I, I, I'm Riley. Uh, we'll go with Riley. It's spelled R-E-Y-L-E-E. -E. So, but until we know, until we know for sure, we will assume the role of Riley, the last member of the ancient Igaryu clan, as you set out to save your sister and defeat the diabolical Goa and his cybergenetic army once and for all. Bushiden will initially release on Steam and PS4. They want to bring Bushiden to as many platforms as possible, and their goal is to release on additional platforms after launch. Bushiden opens with a prologue level that culminates in the battle that took place between Riley and Goa six years prior to the events of the game. Upon completing the prologue, the narrative moves to the present and the player is able to select any one of six available levels to enter. So you can pick any level to go in right away, besides the last level. So you have six to choose from. Completing a level by defeating the boss grants Riley a new ability. Very Mega much Man, like so. Mega Man, exactly. Levels can be exited before completion at save terminals and they can be revisited. Even after completion to utilize Riley's upgraded abilities while exploring for secrets, which is where the Metroidvania stuff comes in. Completing all six of the available levels unlocks the final level, Goa's Tower, and puts Riley on a collision course with the final showdown between him and Goa. Uh, so the prologue takes place in the Ryukyu Factory, which is the backdrop for the battle between Riley and Goa six years prior to the events of the game. There's the Shinsei Forest. Animals are fleeing the forest and whispers of unsettling activity are circulating. It would seem something sinister is at work. There's the Himitsu Lab. Goa and his forces have overtaken the secret lab. Could they be attempting to engineer new biological weapons infused with the dark powers of the underworld? I love the look of that one, especially this one here, too. The Enkaku Desert looks really cool. A satellite show heavy activity in this region. It appears Goa's forces are constructing a new facility. What could it be for? 
We have Cubo City. The city has gone empty and the citizens are nowhere to be found. Rumor has it that they have been rounded up by Goa's minions for use in experiments. We have the Kicho Caverns, which looks really cool too, with the face there with the electricity surrounding it. The caverns are overrun with dark forces. They seem to be stripping the caverns of their precious gems to fund the production of their cybergenetic army. And we have the Hyokyo Sewers. Seismic scans indicate an unusual activity of an unusual amount of activity deep within the abandoned sewers. Why would there be activity now and what is causing it? They are not showing you what Goa's Tower looks like. There are question marks there. They want you to be surprised. The setting for the final showdown between Riley and Goa. Reaching Goa will not be easy, so be sure to be prepared. Uh, this is really, really cool. So the way combat works, they, they have this crowd control style of combat. Uh, they said they want the player to feel empowered, jumping right into the middle of crowds of enemies and swiftly defeating them like you would envision a ninja doing. The combat system is based around the traditional three hit combo, a quick succession of attacks that if successfully executed, leaves the enemy stunned until it's complete. We have built, they have built three different options into the three hit combo to empower players. So you have attack area finishers by pressing a direction along with the attack button during the third hit of the combo. You could perform an attack that targets specific areas around Riley. You could strike the area in front of you, above you, or even behind you. Pick the best type of attack for your current circumstance. You can do a combo shuriken throw. Throw your equipped shuriken behind you in the middle of your combo to stun any threats from behind before finishing your attack combo. And you have combo cancel. Cancel your combo by rolling out of it at any point. The initial new frames of the roll act as a dodging mechanism, making Riley invincible for a brief period of time. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to pledge to this one. Oh, yeah. To the point that I'm even looking at a thousand dollar pledge that I would love to do. I don't have that money, but I would love to. Code of the Ninja? Yes, actually design a cheat code and decide what it enables in the game. Mm -hmm. What would you do? And then have the... I have no idea yet, but then have the option of either keeping it for myself or sharing it with the world. So it would be something that you'd only get from leveldowngames.com. Oh my god, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then uh, a free copy of every Pixar game ever. Wow. What, what a, that would be a good investment for us. That would be cool if we had the money to do that. I'll kick in 50, you kick in the other 950. <laughs> 950, exactly. Uh, that would be super cool. No, like... Honestly, I'm, I'm looking to get it at the $45 level uh, to get an actual physical copy of the game. Okay. I think it'd be cool. It'd be a limited run thing. Uh, mm -hmm. They're not gonna be reproduced ever. Not even by limited run games. Uh, right. So it'd be cool. Yeah. No, I think that would be neat. Um, I definitely am going to jump into this as well. They're they're saying that just, the game is expected to come out August 2020. So I, I'm really excited to to play this when it comes out. If you just want a copy of the game, the cheapest you can jump in at would be the twenty dollar tier, which will get you a digital copy of the game on Steam or PS4 and your name will be in the game's credits as a backer. So interestingly, though, they have no stretch goals released yet because they they're still so far away from actually making the initial goal. So nothing has been revealed in terms of stretch goals yet. There is a little uh, preview of the soundtrack. I don't know if you had a chance to take a listen to any of those things. There, oh, I've been clicking, yeah, yeah, there's there's a preview. Of this. It sounds pretty cool. So I'm down. Yeah, this, this is going to be this is going to be a great game. Yeah, I just just like we saw with uh, with Dead Cells, just like we saw recently with the messenger. I think this is going to be another game that just is added right to that freaking list of fantastic pixel art, you know, retro games coming out in the next couple of years. So I'm excited for this one, too. Bushido looks great. But unfortunately, that is going to bring us to the close of the show this week, unless you have anything else you wanted to mention before we get on out of here today. I think we said it all, but happy Rocktober, guys. Yeah, happy Rocktober. Make sure you tune into BG Mania because we are going to be doing some fun things for October the entire month, every Wednesday. But that is going to do it here for Max Level. 
We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode made possible by LevelDownGames.com. And thanks again to Dance with the Dead for all the awesome music. Regardless of where you're enjoying this content, be sure to share your support by leaving a review or a comment, hitting that like button. And if you aren't already, subscribe on YouTube. Be sure to also follow us over at Twitch.tv slash LevelDownGames for all the live streams and event coverage and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check that description box below for the appropriate links. Until next week, keep gaining experience until you reach max level.